0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? We have TK Bay back on the show, and he's the first person I think of whenever a new version of Android, especially the betas, uh, are announced and released. And of course, that happened this past week at Google I.O. So we have TK on to talk about and me to react to the new features and look of Android 12. But before that, we do talk through a number of the announcements that occurred, including some Google Photos enhancements, uh, some AI language, that is is uh, maybe going to come to our Google Assistant. And of course, the bombshell news, at least in my eyes, that Wear OS, now called Wear, was made in partnership between Google and Samsung. What's going to happen to Tizen? With all that said, let's go ahead and get into this episode of the Now Weekly Podcast. Enjoy. TK, back on the show. And you know, you know that when Google announces software-based updates, I gotta have TK on, because you are the first person I thought of um, you're the first person I thought of when the beta was announced, it was going to be out on a bunch of devices. I was like, I'm going to get on the beta. Probably I, I, wait, I wait until it's a full version before I do any like actual YouTube content on it. But if there's anybody mm-hmm. I know who's going to install it day one,
1: it's you. <laughs> Dude, I've been running on the alpha for so long. I was, I was like, the moment the IO was talking about, you know, the beta, I was like hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. And I, as soon as the uh, uh, the actual system images were posted, and I was downloading it, it showed up on the microphone. So mm. yeah. Perfect. So you know of course
0: I woke up an hour before showtime and um ran to my Pixel 5 to install it uh, because I mm-hmm. hadn't installed it yet so we're going to re- we're we're going okay so you're going to go through your favorite you did a video about your favorite feature so far and I'm going That's to it. just react to it live because I'm I, I was not expecting what I'm already seeing like I'm already yeah. reacting to things like first of all I, this this always on display I'm liking it I'm liking it already.
1: The, the new UI element, it is, I mean, it's literally dubbed as in uh, the biggest change uh, on Android UI elements for for quite some time, actually. It, it looks nothing like Android 11. And they did that from the developer preview over to the beta. So yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk a little more. We're going to talk about that. But of course, we do have
0: plenty more to talk about from Google I.O. Um, we It's been a while since I've been to Google I.O. Um, you went to the last one that there ever was. So far, 2019. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was
1: like, I did not realize it was such a momentous, uh, (laughs) like it was the event to be at before everything else goes for shticken. You know, Um, it was it was a good it was a good event. It was you know mid May as usual, and uh, but then you know last year is last year, and then this year we finally have uh, an I/O that we, to a certain way, was actually very nice. I mean, they did a decent job. They had people there, uh, but you know, I think they were all probably Googlers uh, in there. It wasn't really media. and it was nice. There was a lot of announcements, a lot of interesting partnerships, mm-hmm. and you know, and and Android 12. Yeah. You know, did you get up. that? Uh,
0: I don't remember if you. Oh, you did. You you posted a short about the uh, the care package. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah! I love it. Um, the sweater fits perfectly. It was a perfect day. So I got it on Sunday. Like literally it got delivered on Sunday and it was a cold day here for us in Southern California. Yep. So I was wearing it. It was actually very nice. And uh, so I figured why not do a quick short for it? So, I'm a yeah. little bit jealous
0: because what happened was when um, when Google reached out, what's funny is once Google IO was announced to be happening virtually, I immediately um, registered for it just as, like a, just as a patron. Mm -hmm. And then it was kind of weird because what happened was at the time I was definitely a small. So that was, what was that a month or two ago? But since then Mm -hmm. I've been back, I've, you know, fully vaccinated. I've been back in the gym. Mm -hmm. I've been lifting. I did hurt my back a couple of days ago, unfortunately, but I've been back in the gym. And even though I'm the same weight, I'm actually larger, like in terms of mass, Uh, not mass Mm -hmm. in terms of size. Um, So when I put on the sweater, it was like a little tight, (laughs) it was a little tight, like
1: Uh, and not even in the way that would show off my muscles. (laughs) I was about to say, I, I, maybe you were going for a different type of approach, you know, the IO ripped edition. (laughs) Oh man, I was, I was disappointed,
0: but then I wasn't because now it just goes to my mom. So my mom is very happy. Um, the,
1: uh, (laughs) the mug the mug that they sent was was dope i love that mug i was dude yeah very nice like a ceramic very nicely and the the io is not too pronounced it's right mm-hmm. there you can definitely enjoy it and the pins were really nice took me a second to figure out how to get those things on and off but it was it was definitely a very nice um personal package you know that you know you probably would have gotten anyways if we were attending the uh, the show so it was really good uh, and like i said I, I didn't know it was coming i had it just i got a notification on my phone saying a package is coming to you and it was coming from Northern California. And I'm like, what did I order? Cause you know, like how every once in a while you get packages, you typically know what's coming, mm-hmm. but then there's that once in a while, you get notification about something coming to you, but you don't know who it's from <laughs> and what it is. So, and it was delivering on a Sunday, which I've never had a, that was uh, weird too. Yeah. I got the same thing yeah. happened to me. I'm like, on oh, Sunday? Who delivered? I mean, other than, uh, sorry, I was going to say OnePlus. No, I, I was going to say other than Amazon, I haven't had that many things deliver on Sunday. So it was, a, like I said, a nice maybe, surprise.
0: Maybe we're sleeping on, what's the name of the, is it Google Shopping or Google, like what what's Google's shipping apparatus? No. Didn't they have that also for a while to
1: fight Prime? Maybe maybe we're sleeping on it. Maybe. maybe I, I don't know. Either way, it was still nice. It was very, very... It was a nice surprise. Uh, we were it, it came right after um, our we had our, uh, a celebration for Eid last week with Ramadan ending. So we had the family over, we had the kids, everybody was playing. And as everybody was done, we were they were leaving. You know, uh, the FedEx guy drops off the package. It was like perfect. So I figured like why not shoot a short real quick, see if I can make this happen. And I was actually quite happy with the with the product. It was very nice, very quick. Uh, I mean, it, I didn't hit a million, but uh, it was it was fun to make. It mm-hmm. was easy. Indeed. Um, all right, so uh, we're going to go through some of the announcements. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, before we
0: do that, because I'm I'm scrolling through the announcements, can we can we just express a little bit of collective envy that Jaime was in the intro video? <laughs>
1: There was another gentleman also after in the after event, but it is very nice to see Jaime on. Oh, I on. didn't see the after. Um, yeah, it was right after, before, before they went to the Android uh, keynote or that went after the main keynote. So it was it was very nice to see, uh, but it was still, again, Jaime and uh, see some of the other creators. We saw Jaime.
0: Um, Saf was in the background of that clip but like barely, barely recognizable, I guess. Um, and then like crystal Laura and I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, and I, I kept thinking back like, well, when I was with Android authority, I had so much good footage cause I vlogged every IO. I was like, man, my footage should have been up there. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get into some of these announcements. I think the first thing that I do want to talk about is some Google photos, um, some Google photos enhancements. Uh, <laughs> Enhancement the, and that changes, but yes. Yeah, like there have been some changes. One of them in particular, which I think is funny, everyone was tweeting about like the implications behind being able to lock a folder <laughs> in photos. <laughs> okay. We are we do we do live in an age where things like you know, hacks and leaks can happen. And I'm still kind of worried whenever Google says, hey, you can secure something now. And that just invites people to just try to get
1: in there. Try to get into it. Yeah, exactly. It's the um, unintentional, hey, come and try kind of thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely an interesting approach to give us a little bit more security, especially since they're in a certain way kind of under indirectly forcing everybody to kind of subscribe now to google photos yeah uh photos for and i think it's for depending on when the show goes up again uh we're like literally nine days away when we're filming it today like on the 21st um so for me it's uh we're getting very close so as of june 1st photos uh to a certain extent are going to start asking you to subscribe so they need to start augmenting that feature set to make it more appealing right Mm -hmm. it's not just photo storage Uh, obviously there's other things that you can you get benefits as well but um, I think it's a decent approach to provide a security, especially when you have family buckets when you're sharing things with family. True. And I think that's also the I feel I feel like that's their primary subscribers that they're trying to hit with. Uh, for me, I share mine with my account and my wife, so there's always that partnerships there. But you're right; there are some times where you let's say you do have something that is Im- embargoed or whatever that we work with, uh, but you don't want those photos to be accidentally shared incorrect, you know, by somebody inadvertently, or even just like risque activated. material, like. Thing. I was I was trying to stay PG but yeah I'll take your uh, I'll let you go with the you know the Josh after dark the rated R, to this. the rated
0: R stuff yeah <laughs> I mean th- because it's happened in iClouds like literally so much oh, of like yes. the worst things that have happened to like celebrities People's have come iCloud off their yeah. iCloud so uh-huh. you know that was one of the first things that I thought but of course everyone else was like saying yeah just put it all in that folder <laughs> um so the um and and yes
1: the the whole uh, photos no longer being free free uh, that's yeah. That. Uh, to a certain yeah, or, or original quality free freak also. That that kind of uh, like I'm I'm worried because I have a lot of my content backed up. Because of every device I, I, I review and once we're done with it or gone, those are that's where my photos are generally mm-hmm. uploaded, you know. I have like a lot of backups from there. So now going forward, again, I already subscribe, but that was you know purely because i needed the additional storage it's also more it's more like maintenance
0: involved like if you're going to be creating Mm -hmm. locked folders and whatnot because like people like you and i we quite literally dump all photos and everything in there i know someone like jaime has like all of their even old photos in there like finding old digital I, cameras and putting them I,
1: in there. I i have some stuff from literally like for my first when when google photos was introduced to start backing up that's when i start seeing things but i've been going on this weird hunt for like older hard drives because i've had some pro- problems with my pc recently and so I'm, I'm like digging up pieces i found my storage for my first nexus like I backed up my first Nexus phone on a hard drive, so I'm looking through pictures from my original Nexus. Nice, you know, the one that didn't have any video on it. All I had was pictures there. Yeah, because uh, because video was was luxury, and that we didn't have video back then. Uh, so uh, I, I, I appreciate it. you can definitely appreciate what it has and the uh, the amount of data that it has and the searchability. Uh, do you And that, and that justifies then? the price if we ever have to pay. it. If you think about it, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Uh, when the it, they're not they're not. Um, they're not unreasonable in the pricing that they're going with, but you need to remember that this is seriously all of your content accessible from anywhere, but as long as you're able to access your account, you can secure that information. Now obviously procuring more content, more secured content within it. Uh, but it is at a at a, at a higher quality and it, it's usable, right? I mean, I don't think they they store or they back up eight K footage. They I think original up to four K if I'm if I'm not but mistaken. But also it takes original. up so much of the the space anyway. Like it's it's it's, it's so big. It, it, it does. It does. And um, especially if you combine it with, because it combines your Gmail, your photos, your, um, and your drive together. They're combining the pot for everything. It's mm-hmm. not just one deposit. Yeah, it used one. to be. Yeah, yeah. It used to be separate. And then they're like, oh no, we're going to combine. So now you need to also kind of clean up your inbox. So you can't have emails that you never, do, you know, yeah, work with.
0: A couple of other enhancements coming to photos. Um, by the way, if yep. anybody has been sleeping on the enhanced video editor in Google Photos, make sure you check that out. It's actually been pretty good. Um, Google Photos will now be able to make animated photos from multiple still shots, which is pretty yep. cool. Um, I've tested that out. That's pretty nice. Yeah, the way that they make it seem like you. So, are they? They're actually filling in the blanks between.
1: The Compu- Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Unless you have enough, uh like for me, the way I've been doing it in the past. Uh, so I, I like using my Xperia 1 Mach 2 and uh, burst shots. That's the mm-hmm. best way to do it. You combine the burst shots into a short video. And it, it literally is. I mean, depending on how good your phone is with a burst and how good the pictures are, uh, you can technically make like a little GIF or GIF, depending how you like to call it. But short <laughs> video is it. Yes, uh, I bringing up that if you want to make your, if
0: you want to make your peanut butter spread and the, um, so and then the last one, well not the last one, but the other thing that I wanted to mention um, I okay, so when you filled out the form mm-hmm. um, when you filled out the form to register for Google iO at the bottom, didn't it ask you to ask Sundar a question? Yes. okay. So my question was how can we use technology to create a more inclusive um, society? Like how should Mm -hmm. we be leveraging? And it was a serious question, you know, because we, 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 we currently live in a very divided world. And, um, and this wasn't a this obviously was not a direct answer to that question, but I thought it was really nice that they included this. Um so their camera app is going their camera app and imaging products, I should say, mm-hmm. um, are going they're going to enhance them to make them better to capture and reproduce skin tones accurately. Because it, yeah. and and by the way, this is this I is had a, a whole segment about that too. Oh, totally. Um, this is this is one of those moments where so this is a joke in our in our friend group with Thunder E, he like he and he and David Kogan talk about this all the time. That one of the main ways that they test the dynamic range of a phone's camera is to have a picture of him, who is Nigerian American, to David Kogan, who's Brooklyn American, like he's Caucasian dude. So the complete two. Opposite spectrums of the skin tone scale. They <laughs> yeah, have the two of the them in the photo. Goes, yeah,
1: for both subjects at the same time. Yeah, exactly, no.
0: because everyone. So, if if anyone out there is listening to this and is wondering how why is this like so important, the next time you use your camera phone, point it at a dark object like a like something black, like even like your your game controller or your computer or your or your camera, and tap on it, and notice how everything around it blows up. Just blows up. Yeah, so it, this is one of those things that like if you were to tap on let's say like one of your friends who might be of black descent or who might be brown or you know anybody who's not caucasian um and you tap on their face in order to get them in focus it 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 kind of messes up the rest of the photo because the automatic exposure compensation is like mm-hmm. oh dark area of the photo
1: i'd better yep. expose I need, for that. boost the iso i need to, yeah exactly bring up all the highlights all the <clears throat> uh, all the light into it uh, typically unfortunately creating a very yeah, a very interesting uh, approach to taking photography. But um, that's why the SLRs do a little bit better. But for smartphone photographies, definitely. It's, it's good to see Google focusing on this and training the algorithm to do better and uh especially because like i said i mean it, it when we were talking about thunder I think that's primarily like you know one of the one of the other ends you have uh kogan and thunder even but you also have the mid area right the the brown skin you know mm-hmm. you know middle eastern spanish so on uh it those are also kind of uh, you know they fall into that realm as well for getting good exposure so uh uh, again, it was very refreshing to see their uh, th- that part being focused on, and uh, something that they're moving forward, especially with their the, with their hardware. So I'm wondering if that has something to do with the way the camera setup is on the Pixel Six leaks that we're seeing. But if mm. it, you know if it doesn't, then I don't know. But because there's that mystery third sensor that nobody's figuring out their fingers on, like you know, they're like there's a sensor in there that is not fitting the bill. So what we'll kind see. of what kind
0: of sensor would help with this sort of thing, like? What it did not Huawei's uh, wasn't it a
1: mono sensor that probably would have been able to help? The, the, mon- the mono sensor may help a little bit with the trying to bring in more of the shadows because it only brings in obviously the the, the deep color shifts yeah. between light and black, so it could only help. Uh, I'm not sure if Google's willing to go into dual sensor approach. It is obviously an assisting sensor because mm-hmm. if you have a telephoto, you have a wide, you have a standard focal length, uh, then whatever extra is either a macro telemacro. And I don't think Google's going to play the macro, uh, you know, oh, game God. of, of that two megapixel extra sensor that just happens. And I don't think they need a depth sensor. They've done a, an amazing job with their own primary shooter, a single shooter depth sensing yeah. algorithm. So for me, If anything, that could be the color. You know, just improving the color science. I think Mm -hmm. that that would be where it is. Um, And I don't think they're going stereoscopic. I know we haven't seen any stereoscopic cameras for a while, so. Yeah, it, that would be the only thing. Image enhancement, better color representation in there at videos and, and images. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love, this is a whole different
0: episode, but like I would love an exploration of the different approaches to this very problem. Not problem, but like this, this very aspect of photography, um, skin tones and whatnot. Because when yeah. you think about it, if you look at like Asian phones with... Mm-hmm. Um, Front-facing cameras. On,
1: I was going to say beauty mode turned on all the way. Uh, yeah, all the way. beauty <laughs> out mode out of, on.
0: Everything is like it's like it's almost as if they're going for the blown-out look. <laughs> like they're actually. It's an approach. Yeah,
1: it. it's it's a, it's a cultural thing, really. Yeah, yeah you're right. It, 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 depending if where you are in the world, you you will notice different things being emphasized. Chinese phones typically do. Uh, what I would hope is essentially, uh, well, actually, people will notice it right away. The moment you turn on front-facing camera on a Xiaomi phone, you'll know exactly what's going on. Totally.
0: Yeah, there, yeah. Were, there was even a time, like the weird vanity thing about um, about selfies when it came mm-hmm. to those phones. I don't think I've seen it for a while, but I remember... Um I think it was like a few years ago. Some of the Xiaomi phones actually had a feature where it would tell you how old it thinks you are and adjust or, or the
1: score level, right? Remember, I think oh you were my God, you were the at score a, you, level. You were at a Xiaomi event. I forgot was it, it was the one in China? It was a few years ago where we we both were in China for different times. You went for Xiaomi a couple of weeks before. I think Michelle and I from XDA we went over for Honor because they were releasing the Honor Magic Two. Yeah, and I remember watching your video and you're like, and funny thing, uh, there's this app apparently only available in the Chinese version that. Scores you and you ran through it. I'm like, oh my god, it was the worst. The thing is, like versions
0: of that. If anybody's curious, versions of that have shown up as filters in like TikTok and Instagram and whatnot. Oh, oh my god, yeah,
1: let's yeah, TikTok, TikTok is yeah, uh, that's a whole different conversation. (laughs) The the filters and the things and and oh my god, yes.
0: All right, so uh, um,
1: moving on from that. Um, so let's
0: uh, let's let's take a look a little bit at the um. Some of the more like, I want to say, is it deeper or back-end stuff that Google has been working on? Um, basically, they've been doing a lot in terms, they've always been doing a lot in terms of language,
1: um, AI language and stuff like that. So we have- More natural AI language uh, comprehension. Like, you know, the normal way we talk and that they're trying to reduce the, the. oh, I'm sorry, the that, that, you know, famous response that we get from the assistant. Sorry, I can't help with that. Or sorry, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Sorry, I don't those, understand, those, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, So what we have here is Lambda.
0: It's called Lambda AI Language. And the the presentation was pretty interesting because they actually had Lambda personify like a paper airplane or the planet Pluto.
1: I think that was Um, the, yeah, the biggest part of the demo was the, conversation about pluto in a more of a natural like understanding um uh, mannerisms right it's not mm-hmm. just understand it's not just understanding like when i say you know like how far is pluto what, you know i w- what are things that like pluto that i can can i research or things the way we normally talk like if i'm asking you know josh for for help or like you know i'm thinking of doing something like this other thing that we've done what do you recommend that ai doesn't understand but they did a very decent job, I think. I think the approach was very, uh, although very, you know, re- rehearsed. Again, it's showing potential. It's definitely a potential for the future.
0: Well, I get, I get, I got a little bit worried because, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure some people will have like their their um, skepticism hats on as to like, you know, it's getting the becoming sentient. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> but no, um, the, so yeah. the
0: um, the lambda language, what I found interesting was that um, it would be able to tell in your search string. Um, Mm -hmm. the different subtle cues that will make it give you a different answer than if it was just like a typical Google search thing. Because when you Mm -hmm. type something into Google search, like for example, um, they had that whole example of um, what do I need to wear to Mount Fuji if I've already been to Mount somewhere else or something like that. So the simple Google string is um, like Mount Fuji where or like where to Mount Fuji, but like to actually see that it that
1: you are trying to tell it that you've been somewhere else so you can adjust. You here, yeah, you have, you've been, you know, not that I've been to Mount Fuji, what else do I need to get to go to Mount? I think it was a comparison between two different mountains. Yeah. Uh, and one of them was uh, essentially that they've already gone on a trip knowing that what they have, will they need, would they need something slightly different? Exactly. That is a very complex algorithmic uh, conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Understanding not just the context of being saying that, okay, so you were prepared for Fuji. Going to this one, maybe higher elevation, maybe more, you know, intense, exactly. you would need to get this extra equipment. So that is a very interesting approach. Um, wonder if it has anything to do also with historical data that is building up with the AI meaning understanding that what yeah. you may have.
0: Yeah, maybe. And like and, and they have literally billions and billions of what's the biggest um what's the what's the biggest size
1: of file we have right now? Um there's this terabyte one, uh, um uh, uh, uh Oh, man uh terabyte uh teraflops uh i'm trying to think what it is but like they have billions of that to <laughs> to, to to go from it's, it's it's very much um skynet uh you know at first first episode uh sorry first course skynet one kind of you're getting <laughs> introductory introductory to skynet conversation
0: well that, that brings me um,
1: back to my previous point which is like i would get worried
0: i would actually get worried if lambda and uh Applied to let's say my Google Assistant actually started correcting me, like if the if if Lambda becomes a but actually <laughs>
1: type of AI, I want to do something fun and Lambda comes out. But uh, you know you should be going to the gym, right? TV? Exactly. But it, actually, it, 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 it is Tuesday. It's on your calendar. It I buzzed you at eight. You know, mm-hmm. oh gonna my run, God! Run, I'm going to directions to Google Map right I now. I will smash my Google Home if I ask it like,
0: "Oh, where's the nearest donut shop?" And then it says like, "Should you really be having donuts with
1: your diabetes?" Really, <laughs> Josh? Really? You don't tell me what to I mean, do. <laughs> it, it'll be like yesterday. You asked me for you know wh- where's the favorite uh, you know fried food place. <laughs> Today you're asking for donuts, Josh. I think we we really need to talk. <laughs> all right,
0: so we have all Ash, of that. Ash, but, they had another one, um, mum, but I don't really have much to say about that one. It's just, it's just another like algorithmic language understanding type of apparatus. But Lambda was the one that they had that, that interesting, um, presentation on. Yeah. The conversation. So here comes the big one, um, before we get to Android 12, of course, um, yeah. <laughs> did you freak out the way that I did the moment I forgot who was on stage, but, uh, the moment he said on stage, Wear OS created jointly, jointly with Samsung.
1: Samsung. I lost my mind when I heard I that. I was like, um, so we, so for, for a little bit of historical background too, is uh, Samsung and Google have been working together for quite some time. It's mm-hmm. it's no secret that Google learns and utilizes. The whole reason we have split screen applications on our smartphones now was Primarily due to Samsung innovating it and in, introducing it on top of Android back with the Note series, mm-hmm. so there's obviously things that we use today that just stemmed from that. But jointly co- built is a very interesting approach, like the the design changes, the direction that they're moving. I mean, obviously, Samsung used to be used to used Android Wear or where uh, the Android Wear, the original versions of Android when we had them on on, on uh, wearables. And they shifted over to Tizen, and I, and I actually felt like Tyson did a much better job in many aspects, with the exception of it being locked to Samsung devices, mm-hmm. uh, just for the watch, not the hardware. You could use it with any Android device or iOS. Uh, it was just like the development that was done there, I feel like was done much, much better. Uh, it's just something to kind of like understand what can happen, what, what would happen so bad that it would be that they changed, right? <laughs> that they wanted to go away. Well, I so, found so interesting
0: is that, okay, Samsung created Tizen in the first place because mm-hmm. they thought Wear OS just wasn't up to snuff. Wasn't See, th- up to snuff. that is different than Samsung just adding versions to an existing version of Android.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the, in a way, yes, Google and Samsung have been working together, but it's all based upon a thing that Google created in the first place. But in this case, it's like, okay, Google made Wear OS. Wear OS kind of consistently flops and
1: samsung was like we're gonna make a competitor they literally made a competitor and they built it for years and they built up the app store, they built up the ecosystem, they built an A Bixby into it, uh mobile payment with MST over NFC as well as NFC. There was I mean, there was a lot of work put in there, which is really the surprising factor of where they would why they would do the shift kind of like, oh hold on a second, we're gonna pump the brakes here, we're gonna bring in and then and you know focus on this. And obviously they're working with Google on uh you know a Whitechapel. That's the other thing. Yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. lot more integration with Google and Samsung. So um and I think Knox security was also brought over a few years ago when they were starting to talk about bringing in more security with the titan chipset and so on so again not the first time but we're seeing a much stronger approach where google is learning and, and utilizing Samsung tech yeah we didn't get a whole lot of look into what the new wear os will look like um, no like okay. uh, the emulators there are some things in there but not, not a straight
0: uh, yeah It's just called where now also like a a part of me wondered if they were going to like merge the names or something like, but no, effectively Tizen is, well,
1: okay. I'm sure Samsung will still support Tizen on existing devices. Uh, uh, And they did make, yeah, I think the announcement was essentially saying is that existing Tizen OS, uh, specifically the Galaxy Watch 3, the last thing they released, I think with the S21 series, uh, those are all going to be supported for many years to come. So it's not like totally going out. Um, although part of me feels like they should be doing what they did to us in the fir- the, the second uh, Wear OS uh, watch that they released. Back in the day, Samsung, when they when they first deviated from Wear, uh, they updated it to Tizen via an OTA from Android to Tizen. So I would love for them to do that reverse back to their some of their newer watches, but yeah, likely... Tizen stays in and gets updated to the end of life kind of thing. It's so
0: interesting. Like, cause the, the, the if they're going to be merging together, some of the elements of one and the other, like they showed a little bit. So like mm-hmm. you, I, I love the double tap the button to get to the recent app. Like, thank God for that. Like, where was that? In the, but, but also the, um, uh, Google was saying, <clears throat> they were saying, we learned a lot from our users about what they really want from their wearables. And I'm like, buttons, we want buttons okay like we need more tactile feedback because this whole era of just swiping through everything especially when your operating system is not as responsive as it should be like mm-hmm. if i have to swipe to get to my music controls like if i have to do more than maybe three or four swipes that's already cumbersome that's already too much so if yeah, you're it, going to give me like a shortcut button or a recent apps button, or just like a button.
1: Just give me a button. Just multi- multifunctional, um, not just gesture, like you said, exactly, uh, or actually even some intuitive functions. Uh, they did show some images into what the new complications are going to be looking like, some of the notifications, the tiles, uh, and overlays, and so on. But the goal, I think, is to revitalize Wear OS, make yeah. it so that it becomes more reliable i'm hoping obviously that some of the biggest improvements they are going to do is where uh, bluetooth connectivity concerns which is not 90 percent of the time what we have a problem is our watch loses connection to our smartphone hmm. uh, so where i felt like tizen was doing much better with where we had much less uh dropped connection between the, the smartphone and the watch so i'm hoping for th- those improvements but there's um there's also some leaks, possibly of new SOC for the watch. So oh. we'll have to see if they're also going to be shifting away. I think Max was talking about it uh, somewhere. So the, the the answer is Google and 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 uh, and Samsung are definitely going to be working together. Yeah. So we'll have to see how things go. Yeah. The, the
0: the the other couple of layers, I did I did tweet a couple of things. One of them was obviously a joke, um, but like. So of course, Google bought Fitbit, and then Fitbit's going to be adding their fitness tracking to any wearables moving forward, which you Mm -hmm. know the way that Fitbit was talking, it was like, okay, we're going to see a Google wearable. Like, we we have to see a Pixel watch. We have to see a Pixel wearable of some sort. Yeah, I think think
1: that's what we we want to see. We want to see what Google's vision. I mean, we have Pixels. We know exactly. And that's what we're going to talk about in Android 12 a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to have Google's approach to the stock experience. Mm Because to this point, honestly, uh, TickWatch—if you guys are familiar with them, TickWatch Pro Three is one of the best watches on the market—and I think uh, Mobvoi has been doing an amazing job bringing in, uh, you know, performance slash combining, you know, the the, the Wear 4100, one gig of RAM, the dual display, a whole bunch of things. They've done a lot of improvements to help the experience, mm-hmm. but it has to start from Google. You're right; it has to start from there, and. Uh, help help the companies help the other uh, other uh, wear users companies that are going to implement this operating system on it.
0: And if you're like if you're keeping score, we have Google, Fitbit, mm-hmm. and now Samsung in the mix. It took okay. three whole companies to fix Wear OS. <laughs> so that was the joke that I tweeted out. But here's that the other thing. That. Here's the other thing that I realized though. Um, this this really goes to show you just how much of a powerhouse Samsung is because. Mm-hmm. With them partnering with Google to create an operating system that will go on any, that can go on any wearable, smart wearable in the future, Samsung just found a way to get their piece of the pie from every other smartwatch company. They're a part of it now. That's nuts to me. That when Fossil puts out their next wear smartwatch, it was made technically
1: with Samsung. Samsung. Yeah, no, wow. it's, it's, it's somewhere in a very, very small fine print next to the word Google, there'll be Samsung. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <And> if, yeah, fossil <laughs> will make sure that's a type font, not even almost invisible ink. <laughs> that's but, uh, so nuts to me. Cause like- I'm just uh, hoping they, they really, they kick it back and they they rejuvenize the approach to this because I, I just don't want to, I don't want people to get the wrong impression of where I feel like where OS is a much better operating system for your smartwatch. The things we can do, it brings in elements from Android, it brings in I mean, we have the Google Play Store in there. We have functional apps that run natively on the watch. I mean, you and I did a test, I think, a while back with the sixty-six market when we were talking on Telegram. I remember back in the day? So those are things I appreciate. I'm still you know? not I'm still not convinced that talking to my wrist is at all practical. Like that's just not something that i, I, I will i i will have you discuss that and argue that with dick tracy and then we'll just have to come back to <laughs> this conversation because he says it's cool dick tracy
0: and well, what was the name of um what was the name of uh um what's the name of the guy from knight rider <laughs> oh he's talking uh, to kit right Yeah, Michael. 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 Yeah. Michael Knight. Oh, my camera just died. Um, I'll tell you what. Now that my camera just died, uh, we're going to move into some Android 12 talk. um, Now that we're done with the wear stuff after the break, (laughs) let me get a battery in my camera. (laughs) No, 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 no. Absolutely. You, uh, you mentioned that there was something that we missed from the before
1: we get to Android 12. Um, yeah. What was the thing that star I missed? Um, so it, it's, I think it's an interesting So it's Starline. It's Starline. Star okay. Yeah. It's that new. Well, so it's not available, but it essentially is a, uh, a very it's video chat to the next level with a uh, with a more realistic three-dimensional video that's using uh, new technology it was demoed obviously but, uh, i think with a few people that were doing uh, you know meeting up people but from the video at least the way it looked uh, the way they are scanning the, the 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 you know the the subjects and actually providing more of a 3d image approach to it it looked very nice it looked very uh, like even on video, it looked very different on our end, and I would love to be able to see some more of that. So that was one of the other biggest things that they announced, or at least they demoed. Um, and they showed basically how the image kind of scans or the cameras scan the subjects. And it's more on a 3D level than it's a standard 2D. But so is it just projecting on, to like a screen to like, a, like, like your phone or a re- TV or... No, no, no. Uh, the, the tech that they demoed required uh, both sides to have the same type of tech. It's a display that is technology that's enabling it to uh, basically provide you that three, somewhat of more of the depth. It didn't look like it was total 3D, but it was more about like, if you kind of tilt it a little bit on the side, there's a little bit of depth to the subject, like the different mm. shades of the on The face, so that it felt more like you were sitting in front of the actual person than it is just being on camera.
0: Ah, so very, very specific, like proprietary yeah. tech that's being used. It, interesting. It, it
1: seemed it seemed that way, uh, and uh, basically, it's just a very interesting approach to pr- you know pr- improving that type of tech on displays but then we'll have to see how that kind of translates to mobile because i don't think we have any 3d displays on mobile kind of went out the door nobody really yeah 3d displays uh, i don't i think we had 3d cameras
0: for a bit i mean that's basically what time of flight can be but yeah yeah it's, it's interesting
1: like this is a amazon bit... had one and i think if i'm not mistaken htc had one at one yeah, point they no, did. That, yeah, yeah so it's sure it's very interesting to see and essentially it's 3d imaging of on both sides so, so this you is get a like barrier.
0: um Do you ever, do you ever follow this trend of like VTubers where there are these people Mm -hmm. who are like streamers, like Twitch streamers or YouTubers, Mm -hmm. um, but they never show their face. They have a digital avatar that they use software to impose like a character on top.
1: I've seen videos of, of, I've seen videos where they have a digital avatar in there uh, with Mm -hmm. more, of you know, like, yes. So I'm I'm not familiar with the term. This might be the next level of that in some way. Like if you're able to
0: superimpose something on top of like what it is tracking on you, um, and this is all being done without those like the the balls on your <laughs> yeah no, no, no absolutely <laughs> those this suits really- for, for what they call for the CG and like in like yeah, Marvel yeah. movies <laughs> tracking tracking suits yeah. tracking suits thank you yeah yeah oh yeah. uh, it'd be interesting um, by the way <laughs> I got a really by the yeah. way, I, okay. So this this reminds me, and this is like kind of a tangent, but since we're talking about VTubers and creating models of a person, and you know, this is this is not necessarily like deep fakes, but oh yeah, no, I don't yeah. know if you've ever gotten this email, and it's got to be mm-hmm. some sort of like weird phishing scam or something. But I got an email recently that asked me, "Can I use your? Can I deep fake my face on your video, and use right, <laughs> and use that video on my channel?" And I, of course, I didn't respond, but I. I was really kind of uncomfortable reading that email. <laughs> that
1: is, hey, that is that is a very. <laughs> we are speechless. Next level. We are like ah, that's the next level. I mean, I'm having problems ha- chasing down when people just use clips out of my videos without yeah. talking to me first and stuff. But to to deep fake your face, to deep fake their face on your video, and post it. Would, would the algorithm even catch it? I, that's a good question. I don't know. Definitely a, a topic for
0: a different episode. Like It could be a yeah, whole yeah, episode yeah, yeah. in and of itself. A... But oh, oh my, my God, God. I, that's the first time I ever
1: got an email like that. And I was so... It was uncomfortable to read. I have to admit, it is. It is very much. Uh, I, I I did not think that that's where that's where you were going to go. I <laughs> my mind was going somewhere else well, because this whole three D model thing made me think about deepfakes. Yeah. So I was just like, oh man, uh, there is TikTok, so. Let's not circle back too much, but there is a one TikToker. <laughs> I don't know who it is. That it does that that he does uh and he does uh face overlap uh, on his own in the middle of the TikTok of famous people like you know um, this is the Tom, Tom Cruise yeah one. the Tom Cruise yeah yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise <laughs> one right so we all we've all seen this TikTok right so but imagine if that tech is done on a video that you produced and they're basically obviously you know mimicking and putting their facial expression in there and so on it's like. Uh, that is that is very creepy because yeah. to a certain point, you would think your face is the biggest watermark that you could put in a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this may circumvent. So this is what I would say. Grow a beard because I can tell you right now, deep fake can't get rid of this. I mean maybe this but not the beard. We're going to have to one day we're going to have to just like put
0: walking we're going to put our actual like identities and like facial structure into some sort of blockchain NFT to like to like verify that it's actually them. Like the, the, the I'm I'm getting like Anytime it, it, Google it makes announcements, we always get into like some weird sort of like cyberpunk post-apocalyptic type of like conversation.
1: Ugh. One okay. of the things I want to talk about when we talk about the features that excited me the most, we'll, we'll talk about that.
0: Well, let's go ahead and get into it then. Because like yeah. I, this morning, like I said, I went ahead and went back to my Pixel 5, which by the way, Trust refreshing me. to come back refreshing Mm -hmm. to come back to this. Like, I love the color. Like this is one of those moments where this is exactly the feeling I get when it comes to iPhones, where Mm -hmm. I'm using the iPhone or even the Apple watch. And I think Mm -hmm. to myself, if I keep using this, I will not have work because like I just keep coming back to it I am ha- literally a reviewer I have to actively pull myself away from the comfort zones of the iPhone and the Pixel so that I can review things like the Red Magics and the uh, mm-hmm. Asus's of the world and the OnePluses of the world um and that's sort of the pull I feel with my Pixel 5 again now with Android 12 so mm-hmm. Android 12 beta, beta
1: I got one beta
0: Finally. one it it uh it It rebooted after the update was done and i was already not prepared for what i was about to see like um the always on display i'm already a pretty big fan of um when when always on display looks good that's always like the first impression and then when you get to the actual lock screen like the bubbliness, the, the, I'm going to call it the bubbliness of Android 12 is already really apparent.
1: Um, I, especially if you have a pin or uh, or if you have a pattern that you put in there, you can also see some of those nice little touches. The animations were done. It's a very big uh, facelift to Android. The UI UX department did literally like 90% of the work Yeah, to try to provide us a very um, one-handed friendly, definitely one-handed friendly approach to the UI elements, uh, but definitely like on the Pixel Five, it works absolutely great. Like there's no hiccups, and it was great even when it was in the developer preview. The first three builds that we went through, it was actually very stable, surprisingly stable for Android, uh, especially because years in the past we've always had on the Pixel Four. Like I think we had a whole bunch of problems, with the face unlock problems, uh, the uh, you know pro- problems with the boot up and you know crashing applications. So uh, Android 12 Beta One, kudos for for the Android team over at, at Google. Uh, updates have been. Astonishing, on pixels, let's just say that.
0: Yeah, and, right. on and, pixels means, in particular,
1: yeah. I asked, my assistant is answering on this site.
0: So, okay, so I'm, I'm looking through this right now. Um, already go over going over to Google Discover, the the mm-hmm. swiping over to the left. Already, yep. again, the bubbliness is just very apparent. And the whole UI element um, this time around, like obviously we've had material design for years now, but um, yep. they were saying like now it's called Material U. You um yeah not too. UI not UX just you. <laughs> you? but basically yeah it's from Lambda to Mum to Material U like Google's got the some Starline.
1: what is yeah. Google smoking I want some of it like, I... <laughs> I mean yeah. they went away from the candy department but they, they're they just definitely in the naming convention so oh, yeah. yes like they,
0: they've got if they have their like food stations at the Google campus with all the candy I bet there's a bunch of
1: edibles in them now but like my goodness <laughs> <laughs> just to get yeah no uh, you could definitely see the effects of the naming but um it is very much a very um touch it, it's intended to really engage you in a t- at a touch level at a personal level mm-hmm. so to know that your tiles are or your buttons now in a notification panel are more like tiles right you're selecting it you're clicking on it you're interacting with it yeah uh, and then the widget section so there's a few things that we want to obviously cover uh, andrew 12 beta one is the first Oh, the um, widget
0: screen. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. Totally oh, sorry. Different. I'm going to be reacting to everything as you talk no, about No, 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 yeah, yeah no, exactly.
1: <laughs> so Josh just installed it this morning. So we're, we're starting. So selecting widgets, so they don't have the new widgets in there yet, but the new selection window from the widget section, definitely very interesting. Wow. Searchable, categorized. It's no longer this endless page of things. You can search for clock widgets from whatever app that has a clock widget in it, uh, a calendar widget, a music widget, or so on. Much easier. Uh, and I feel like the, a better way to manage this plethora of widgets, because if you you probably don't know this till you do it uh, if you go into your smartphone right now an android device and go into the widgets you'll see there's like pages and pages of things yeah so that was definitely a redesign there are a few elements that are still not available in the android 12 beta currently they showed us to uh, they showed them off and that's one of them is the theming uh, engine that uh, so i did that in a separate video uh, both on xd and on my channel where we were able to turn those on uh, a little bit ahead of time but the main thing is you're Notification panel, your toggles, and the uh, general theme of the home screen changes based on your uh, on your actual image. So if you insert, if you change your wallpaper to, let's say, uh, an image of something that has more blue tones, your notification panel suddenly has more of a transparent blue tone to it. Uh, more golden, same thing. It it just marries everything to a certain aspect. And those are also going to marry into those widgets, the new widget styles that they were talking about as mm-hmm. well for Android twelve. So um, those are the biggest, like the visual uh, elements that we saw in here, uh, and that's where I feel like <clears throat> I'm interested to see how OEMs are going to approach to this because they were, obviously not everything is going to translate exactly the same. I don't think we're going to be getting all of these features, but uh, the UI elements, the, the new settings tab. I I'm assuming you went into the settings st- uh, section right there and you see the new. Yeah. The new—I I don't know how to describe it—fun car- uh, animation, cartoony a little bit.
0: Yeah, and again, the bubbliness, like everything is so everything yeah, is so colorful, say. and like it's almost blown up, which almost seems a little bit too much for like a small
1: screen, like the Pixel Five has. A little, a little bit. I think I'm hoping they can—they're going to include some options or elements to allow us to scale them. This correctly. also gives me like
0: okay, this this might be a little this might be a little bit of a stretch, but like this also gives me like. um What's there is well? a stretch,
1: by the way. There's the stretch UI there. Yeah. I, that, can that see, I, I can
0: see that bounce. Yeah. They've had that in material
1: yeah. a little bit, but this is like definitely. Uh, this like is a, more pronounced. Yeah. Very, very much, much pronounced. more pronounced. This yeah. gives me. Um, what what was Also, this? do one more thing. Press and hold on one of the icons and look on the corner on the right side in the settings tab. Look at that little sparkle effect. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> now it shows up more when you have dark mode turned on than it is when you have light mode when you to the standard theme because for some reason it just doesn't sparkle as much but for dark themes on it uh it's definitely very that's so uh, weird like in a good way but weird no no, like seriously like the the theme setting here like i I went with purple just to kind of go with like an off color this gives
0: me this gives me vibes of um what was the name of what was of, was, of Windows
1: Mobile, of the... A little yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah. Windows Mobile. Uh, I was thinking more a la what Touch was used to, was trying to do a few years back. Oh, fair, fair. A little, a little, I got a little bit of a Samsung, like, oh, I see Samsung in here somewhere. Well, it's because I, uh, I
0: get where Google's trying to go because there are, especially on other phones, where mm-hmm. the company, let's say Samsung or Who's another egregious uh, offender? Um, I guess Xiaomi. Um, whenever they add in all of their different features to the phones, mm-hmm. it's it gets really overwhelming in the settings uh, area. Yeah. I don't know if all of those Android 12 settings screens will look like this, but this actually makes it a little bit like it's less imposing. Because if you're looking they, at this, it's colorful, looking. so it's more inviting, but it's also like it's very obvious about the text and what you're actually looking for and all of that. So I find that I find that to be kind of refreshing. I
1: do agree with this. They've they've done a few grouping and subgrouping organizational uh, things in there. There's a new uh, permissions manager that's also included there. Unfortunately, not active yet um there's a there's a lot of things under the hood that been done to organize things a little bit better there's also a new safety section that's built into the settings tab that you can go in and check into mm. the actual uh, options in there yeah. so uh a lot of things a lot of little surprises if you've never if you haven't seen it before you haven't done anything there's a few videos obviously going online uh, i posted mine i think uh, on tuesday uh or not tuesday on wednesday morning i would just showing talking about the android 12 update Uh, Now, a couple of them that are not active right now that you won't be able to play with right now is the ability of muting, which is a big thing for me. The ability of system-wide mute your microphone, system-wide turn off the microphone, the The microphone and the camera app. Um, So it's not active on yours, but let me show you what it looks like. I don't if it ends up being a video. Um, So here we can see it right there. So block microphone and block camera. Oh, so it's in the uh, it's in the quick settings. Uh, It is, but I don't think it's available on yours yet because I had to activate those. Oh, Um, The setting is in there. It's been there since the developer preview, but uh, for some reason, they just didn't activate them yet or at least non-selectable. Maybe on the Pixel, on your Pixel. This is mine. I'm running it, by the way, on the 4A, so I'm not sure. Maybe on the 5 is available. Mm. Uh, But the... the, ah, I, I love it when 64... Oops, sorry. I will go ahead and answer. I, I love when I keep getting calls all over the place. Uh, but the ability of doing that, knowing that no app on your phone can use the microphone if this toggle is turned on or no app can use your camera that is good. without your permission, that is epic. Heavy. That is very heavy uh, permission level, especially because... You know, for people that worry that their phones are listening to them, for people that are worried that something is using your camera, when the camera app or the microphone are being used, when there's consistently used, they're also going to be, which again is, uh, there's so much things under the hood that are going to be coming, but we've seen in the developer preview. Oh, there's going to be bug. an indicator. <laughs> I just ran into a bug. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, that's what it's for. It's a beta. It's not a fi- it's not final yeah, product. I don't
0: know if you could see it. Um, here, let me let me get my focus since I'm the, I'm the Panasonic user. But as you can see here my wallpaper just went a little wonky it's not filling up the entire screen <laughs> I, no, have, uh, I have two
1: black bars right here <laughs> <laughs> so it's fitting a different phone yeah no it it's it's one of those so um, but th- those little things that, like you know they've activated but there's also going to be an indicator a light indicator an LA, like a little light uh, green light that's present on the top right so that you know if something is using your camera in the background Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot more under the hood for security, uh, uh, upgraded uh, interface uh, UI elements, smoothness, uh, more of a one-handed UI in the settings tab. You'll notice that as well. It's not it's no longer all sitting at the top. It kind of brings it ever so slightly down. So easy access for one thumb access. There's also the uh, one-handed UI mode where you're able to, uh, let me see if I can do this one here. And shrink down your UI element just hey. to bring it out all the way. What did they call that so, in iOS? I'm trying to remember what it was called. Reachability, uh, I, I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's little like little things like that, right? It's the ability of basically just interacting with your menus, uh, bringing everything down. Everything. How do you do that? Uh, you have to also activate it. It's oh. not <laughs> this, this is the thing about Google, right? There is it, a, is a whole I, I it is a beta. I will say it is a beta. It is a beta. Some things are in there, but I don't think they're fully baked in yet, uh, but those toggles for sure are one are two things that I heard. I mean I've, I've been using I've, I've had those toggles for some time It just uh, when you update the, the beta, it disables all of those. you have to go back in and re-enable the kind of thing. Mm. Uh, but I'm pretty sure those are things that are going to be coming at the with the final product because they announced it at i o. so it's no longer the possibly yes or no kind of thing. It's coming. yeah. So we'll see. I will say, like, one of my favorite things
0: already is... um, Okay, so as I mentioned with the settings page, um, Mm -hmm. Google making sure that things are obvious is probably Mm -hmm. a good thing from a usability standpoint. Um, And one of the main places that I feel like that's going to be apparent is in the quick settings because it's Mm -hmm. not just like icons anymore we have full yeah. on like full text
1: versions uh, of these quick settings now yeah, yeah yeah. some of them will be even interactive to actually like slide uh, slide options on as well and like the other thing and this is this is a huge one to me um
0: we having been using many different phones one of the most mm-hmm. annoying things and we don't think about it until we think about it which is when we want to go to the settings, we swipe down from the top, and we try to find the tiniest little gear icon, icon. in the corner of and these. Moves.
1: Quick settings. Every 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 OEM moves it. Like Samsung puts it in spots. <laughs> Sony does it somewhere else. Google puts it, and it just ever so. And it it is ever so small like samsung puts it at the top it doesn't even put it below the settings that mm-hmm. just, just drives me crazy so but yeah uh, so now
0: is, we have like it's a big ass button like, it's, like <laughs>
1: it's it's a small tiny icon on a big button but it's yeah still exactly
0: yeah, oh yeah. man um i mean i'm i'm into it i love a radical change i just don't i no, nothing about this makes me not want to use it Um, Mm -hmm. it's just, I, I think it's interesting this direction that material you
1: is going because it's, it's a, it's a a flip, it's a flip position, right? It's going from one end to the other. It's not like a, it's not like we jumped 50%. We jumped like a hundred percent in the other direction. So it went from very subdued, very underpronounced, very not in your face to voila kind of thing. Like this is material you, uh, but again, it, we don't necessarily think that this it, it will end up being the same approach we see it on, let's say, OnePlus, Xiaomi, mm-hmm. um, Oppo, or, uh, or Vivo, or Realme, or any of the other OEMs that are, they you know, they implement a skin version of Android. It's not, you know, Pixel-level experience, but uh, it, it definitely makes it fun and um, definitely a refreshed look, so especially for somebody that has used a Pixel before. So, it, again... Uh, We'll have to see how it comes out. And and will they give us the option? Because the new UI settings uh, tab that we saw in there it was an option in the alpha or the developer preview. And it seems like they're going full full on with this one because now it's turned on by default mm. before we had to actually manually turn it on. I'm trying to find any other areas where it might be different. Here,
0: there is one thing that I will say. Um, mm-hmm. I think that Google should make this feature a thing. Um, on OnePlus phones, the thing I always... On Oxygen OS, I should say, the thing I always appreciate is the recent app screen because it gives you those little icons on the bottom of all the apps that you have, which you can, that's where you can scroll to easily go among the list. Here, it's still one by one by one.
1: Well, not only that, they still have it at the, all the way on the left, which is just seriously like- That too. Uh, from, yeah, the clear design all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like remember, I uh, was it, I want to say like Android 9 or 10 before they decided to put the clear all button, remember at the mm-hmm. bottom of the screen for the notifications, like you had to scroll all the way to the bottom before you get the clear all and then later they just added it. It's just a simple thing. Uh, but I, I hope that we see that with Pixel and maybe with the when the full version comes out, it just a redesigned, slightly redesigned clear all uh, button and like you said, recent more of a like you know what are the, some of the recent apps that you've. Really
0: I think just I think just for me, the only thing that I'm a little bit wary of, and I, I think I've said it in a couple of different ways already, is just if the elements are going to get bigger, it's
1: kind of odd mm-hmm. to have them that big on a screen that is this size. It's the scaling, yeah. So I'm hoping we'll have better better control over scale. Because yeah. For this thing, you're right; it's taking too much space, uh, especially because of the. At least the recent versions of Pixel smartphones are are smaller than they typically have been, but let's say you have this on a Pixel Four XL. I'm assuming it won't be as 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 much of a concern. Mm-hmm. Just the six, the five are smaller, and the Four A is the biggest of all. But most of us are are in the five or the Four A. Yeah, so, indeed. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Uh, looks really nice. Uh, I love the approach uh, to uh, just giving us more. Even the lock screen widgets, and not the widgets, uh, just like the notifications, the ability of interacting, snoozing. Uh, mm-hmm. You no longer have to do that half swipe to get the setting. You could just swipe away and get rid of a notification uh, right away. Uh, the organization, uh, categorizing different apps. So, I like and the uh, the auto response. Yes, and I, I'm still like I'm still liking the always on display.
0: If there's one place yeah. where it, if there's one place where elements could be more obvious and almost be too much, and always on mm-hmm. display, I feel like is the best place to do that. Um, that yeah. way, no matter how far away you are from the phone, I know it's ten thirty six. Like that kind of, um, But there was one last uh, bit that we wanted to mention. Um, you were saying this yeah. right before the show that. Um, A couple of companies who have been part of the beta have already been taking down their versions of Android.
1: (laughs) So at the the launch event, one of the biggest thing they did, and I wanted to kind of bring it up because I didn't have the entire list of everybody in my mind. So Google released or announced Android 12 beta, right? So the Android 12 beta is because Google has been releasing alphas or developer previews, three specifically prior to us getting to the beta. Hmm. While at the same time, they also announced that other companies, OEMs, like I think was it Asus, T, um, I was going to say T-Mobile, no, sorry, uh, Asus, um, OnePlus, Oppo, Realme, Sharp, um, Techno, uh, te- te- yeah, Techno, uh, TCL, Vivo, Realme, and of course, or Xiaomi, of course, and ZTE are going to be releasing their alphas or what they're calling being basically a beta, but in reality, it's their first release of Android 12 on their perspective skinned version of Android. So like ColorOS. Uh, um, uh, what's it called uh, oxygen os uh, realme os uh, UI, all of those color but what uh yeah and and yeah so both OnePlus and and, uh, and Alpo released uh, their versions of Android 12. Uh, OnePlus released it for the 9 and the 9 Pro. And I think Oppo, if I'm not mistaken, released it for the FX3 Pro. So the Find X3 hmm. Pro, but not to all of the regions, which was interesting. So uh, for Oppo, they released it for uh, four regions or Asian regions. Uh, oh, and, and one was in New Zealand, I think. There's like Thailand, Singapore, I'm sorry. And like one of them was Thailand. And OnePlus released it for uh, everybody except the U.S. because they were having some problems with the U.S. Uh, and uh, sorry, OnePlus Nine and Nine Pro with the update. And then a day later, both companies uh, removed them. I think because citing issues. So essentially, as there was uh, people tried installing them, devices were getting bricked or not necessarily going through and not being able to p- complete the setup process Ouch. because um, this is essentially, if you think about it, uh, and and I talked about that in my video at the beginning. I said, look. If you're thinking of trying Android 12 right now, Pixel devices are about the only ones that I would recommend you to go try it on. Any Mm -hmm. other company releasing Android 12 is not releasing it for the general public. They're releasing it for developers. It's truly intended for developers to beta test and run these things, uh, understanding that everything may not be working, things are actually flat out broken, Those are things that you expect from these releases. And, you know, don't expect a fully functional version from OnePlus, Oppo, Realme, Xiaomi, Vivo, ZTE, all the numbers, all the companies till, you know, when Android 12 is officially available and maybe shortly after that. So, uh, but yeah, some companies are removing it. I think the Mi 11 also was having some problems depending on the region that you're in with the Android 12, you know, beta, developer preview, whatever we want to call it. I was going to pose a question that...
0: (laughs) Is, do you think it's irresponsible of uh, these companies to put out such alpha versions of their operating systems to the mass public? Because well, if, if it's for developers, yeah. that makes sense. Like you can confirm yeah, yeah. you're a developer and you know I understand the risks and all that stuff. But for like, I guess the term would be normies who just mm-hmm. want to be on the bleeding edge. Like, is it irresponsible to give them this software that could potentially break their phone?
1: And in some cases, apparently it has. So warnings are pl- uh, plastered all over the place on any of these sites So both OnePlus and Oppo are doing very much a due diligence explaining what this is for okay. and who this is for. They are um not not one of them are and they're, they're both in their development section so you'd have to first be registered beyond their developer to you know to know how to get to that. It's not like you're going to stumble on this build and suddenly download it and put it on your phone and That's go true. into the mobile update, right? The step process to get to it is uh, it's a little more complicated but Also, understanding they explain what the risk that this is not beta, that this is not available, this is not intended for you to use. This is purely intended for developers. So they're very open there. It doesn't stop people from trying it. That's the thing. Obviously, there are always going to be that curiosity, the people that want to be able, like as you said, on the bleeding edge. Um, and I would be literally number one on that list. <laughs> I had my phones ready. Yeah. Uh, I, I I backed up my FX three Pro because I used that um, as as one of my devices, and um, I was going to install it on the OnePlus nine. And then um, I started reading the comments and going through some of the other people because I imagine I wasn't the only one. And once I started seeing some issues and then I noticed that it says not compatible for the US, I started to kind of read, you know, the tea leaves. So, per, you know, per se, uh, and I thought, okay, let me wait a day or so. Let me see how things go. If they fix it and they bring it back. And then literally a day later it was gone. Hmm. So the answer is they do their diligence. They're not intending it for everybody. The companies are very clear that these are initial releases, very early access. If you want to test out your apps as a developer, yeah. Uh, but it's it's always going to be a situation. I think, uh, like I said, with most of the other ones, we'll more than likely see functional versions of them closer to the official announcement in September or so. Gotcha. Well, proceed Looking with caution. Very, we very, have much to say and don't do not install it on your daily driver unless you're using a Pixel. And again, uh, I, I always would say this. Uh, android 12 or anytime there's a new version of uh, anything coming up always understand that there are going to be growing pains mm-hmm. uh, if you're going to con- if you're considering using android 12 on your pixel for the uh, for to try it out it's going to be for the long haul because really downgrading is not an option right now without formatting and going through a whole bunch of different things yeah so if you go into the beta go to the beta understanding that you're going to go through some growing pains um if you are on some of the other oems you know as we talked before i would wait it's not that ready yet um Watch out for either myself or Josh or some of the other uh, creators. If you see them putting out videos talking about those, because typically I have a device that I'm able to, if a worst comes to worst, I can just you know format it, restore it, and you know bring it back. There's a lot of things we can do, but don't do that to yourself. Um, and just I would say learn from our mistakes. That's the best way to do it, right? <laughs> well, this is the uh, reason why I don't do videos
0: on betas. Um, yeah, I always yeah, wait I, for the I, full I, releases, or at least um, RCs. I usually
1: wait for RCs. Yeah, um, that's what I wait uh, for. Uh, so, for yeah, no, for me, I, I didn't even, seriously, I was downloading the file. I have the file <laughs> downloaded, but before I started installing it, I was like, hey, let me read the comments. Well, it's, I know I,
0: you would be the person in um, the
1: amphitheater during Google I.O., as they're announcing it's it, looking on your phone, yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, I, dude, I I predicted. I mean, i not didn't predict it. I mean, it's 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 something we've seen for a few years now. OnePlus releases their Android Developer Preview the day of Google I/O. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it right. Um, Oppo hasn't. I don't think Oppo was in the in the mix as much last year. I think they did. They released it a few months later. Uh, Xiaomi also does a little bit too with their with their MIUI. Uh, but I, I kind of for one thing, if I knew that happened all the time anyone plus was going to release it so i was looking for OnePlus. and then like i said luckily i didn't do i didn't do it any 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 damage to the OnePlus plus nine so i'll wait but i'm hoping for it to come back very soon
0: all right well if anybody out there wants to get some insight into android 12 the beta as it stands right now tk has a yeah. video out that you can find on his channel uh, is there Absolutely. anything else that you would like to plug uh,
1: before we call it on this Um, Honestly, just uh, try to take care of yourself, enjoy life, and um, I hope you guys are doing safe. And if you want to find me online, just look for TK Bay. As usual, let the beard guide you. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right. So we're going to go ahead and call it on this
0: episode. Get into the outro starting now. All of the links for TK Bay and myself are found in the show notes. From there, you can head over to Pocketnow.com for the latest headlines. You can find Pocket Now on all social media at Pocketnow. And of course, head over to the YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Pocketnow for videos that are coming out pretty much every single day. With all of that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this episode of the Pocketnow Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for kicking it with us today, and we will see you in our next episode.